This is Jason Holleran. I proudly served for 33 years, culminating as the Deputy Commandant at West Point. Put this on your calendar. World War II weekend inside Old Bethpage Village Restoration on Long Island. Scores of operational vintage armor in formation May 18th and 19th. Nassau County Executive Bruce Blakeman invites you to join him in saluting America's greatest generation and all those who have worn the uniform in defense of our freedoms. That's May 18th and 19th, presented by the Museum of American Armor. The rooster for your morning. All the news you need to know. It's the WABC Early News on 77 WABC. Welcome to the 77 WABC Early News on this Tuesday, January 10th. I'm Deborah Valentine with your news, sports, business, traffic, and weather. Here's everything you need to know. The top five at five. When you see nurses on the outside, there is something very wrong on the inside. Nurses from two New York City private hospitals walking the picket line for a second day after last-minute negotiations failed. A new federal complaint alleges embattled Long Island Congressman George Santos illegally obtained campaign contributions using the monies for personal gain. A classified document scandal surfaces surrounding President Joe Biden. Potential charges forthcoming out of Georgia against former President Donald Trump and others related to the 2020 election. Bill Safety, Tamar Hamlin, released from the University of Cincinnati Medical Center to a Buffalo, New York hospital. It is day two as thousands of nurses at two New York City hospitals are on strike after last-minute negotiations failed. Rank and file at six other facilities have tentative agreements in place. As many as 3,500 nurses at Montefiore Medical Center in the Bronx and about 3,600 at Mount Sinai Hospital in Manhattan walked off the job. Hundreds picketed, some singing the chorus from the Twisted Sisters, 1984 hit, we're not going to take it anymore outside my Sinai. Nancy Freed is a nurse at Mount Sinai. She spoke to ABC7. I had a feeling it was coming based on the conditions that I've been dealing with and my co-workers have been dealing with over the last couple of months. If anything, this should have been happened sooner. Not just my unit, but the whole hospital. It's like you're coming to work and you're understaffed. It's one nurse to nine or more patients, possibly up to 11 or 12. And it's impossible. We can't do the job we need to do. And it's just not safe. The privately owned hospitals are doing things like postponing non-emergency surgeries, diverting ambulances to other medical centers, and pulling in temporary staffers. New York City Mayor Adams said the city has a situation room standing ready and advised people to only call 911 if they truly need emergency care. Embattled Long Island Representative George Santos allegedly improperly used campaign funds for personal expenses. A liberal watchdog group Monday charged in a complaint to the Federal Election Commission that Santos likely conspired with corporations, foreign governments or others to illegally feed money to his successful 2022 House bid. The filing is by the Campaign Legal Center, and it alleges that Santos hid the true source of his campaign cash while using the funding for things like travel, luxury hotels, and expensive meals. Republican Representative Nancy Mace of South Carolina spoke to CBS News. It's very difficult to work with anyone who cannot be trusted, and it's very clear his entire resume in life was uh, was manufactured until a couple days ago when he finally changed his website. 
And Santos is already under federal and local investigation for alleged lies about his background and education. He's also under investigation in Brazil. The U.S. Justice Department is now reviewing a batch of potentially classified documents found in the Washington office space of President Joe Biden's former institute, according to the White House. Special counsel to the president, Richard Sauber, said a small number of documents with classified markings were discovered at Biden's uh, by Biden's uh, personal attorneys while cleaning out the offices of the Penn Biden Center. Now, that's where the president kept an office after he left the vice presidency in 2017. During an interview with 60 Minutes last year, Biden was asked about what he thought when he saw the pictures of documents found at former President Trump's home at Mar-a-Lago. How that could possibly happen, how anyone could be that irresponsible. And I thought, what data was in there that may compromise sources and methods? By that, I mean names of people who helped, or et cetera. And it's just uh, totally irresponsible. The records are now in possession of the National Archives. Potential charges out of Georgia against former President Trump and others related to alleged efforts to steer the 2020 election. The special grand jury in Atlanta has concluded its work and the decision whether or not to seek an indictment from a regular grand jury will now be up to the Fulton County D.A. Fannie Willis. Here's what Trump said during a phone conversation with Georgia Secretary of State Brad Raffensperger that sparked the investigation. All I want to do is this. I just want to find uh, 11,780 votes, which is one more that we have. And Fulton County Superior Court Judge Robert McBurney wrote in his order that the special grand jury recommended that its report be made public. He has scheduled a hearing for January 24th to determine whether all or part of the report should be released. Bill Safety, Damar Hamlin, is at a Buffalo, New York hospital this morning. He was transferred from the University of Cincinnati Medical Center after being revived following cardiac arrest a week ago Monday during an NFL game against the Bengals. Dr. Bill Knight of the UC Medical Center. Dr. Prince and I have spoken extensively with his care team in Buffalo, and I can confirm that he is doing well. And this is the beginning of the next stage of his recovery. Hamlin's return to Buffalo comes a day after he cheered on the Bills from his hospital bed during their regular season ending 35 to 23 win over the New England Patriots. Doctors said Hamlin set off every alarm in the ICU when the Bills on the opening kickoff scored a touchdown, one of two kickoff TDs the Bills scored during Sunday's game. Well, newly elected House Speaker Kevin McCarthy, of course, the Republican out of California, is reacting to the revelation that classified documents were found at an office formerly used by President Biden, the Penn Biden Center. McCarthy says Democrats overplayed their hand in the handling of these classified documents that were found at former President Trump's Mar-a-Lago estate. McCarthy responding Monday evening here to a reporter's question about the new reports. Oh, really? They just now found them after all these years? Uh, I think from the, from the same point that the Dems overplayed their hands. A small number of documents with classified markings were discovered at the Penn Biden Center by the president's personal attorneys back on November 2nd, according to Richard Sauble, special counsel to the White House. The attorneys found the documents in a locked closet while preparing to vacate office space at the center. They have now been handed over to the National Archives. And House Speaker McCarthy passed his first test late Monday as Republicans approved their rules package for governing House operations. Then the House of Representatives voted to rescind more than $70 billion in funding to the Internal Revenue Service Monday night, agreeing to McCarthy's promise 
to prevent the agency from hiring tens of thousands of new IRS agents and conducting things like new audits on Americans. Ohio Representative Jim Jordan spoke to Fox Business's Larry Kudlow about the new House rules. Understand this rules package is designed to do one fundamental thing. Stop bills like that 1.7 trillion monstrosity that passed 16 days ago. Stop things like that from happening. And the bill, dubbed the Family and Small Business Taxpayer Protection Act, will roll back the billions of dollars of funding for the IRS approved in the Inflation Reduction Act last year. It leaves in place, though, funding for customer service and improvements to its services. The bill rescinds any funding that could be used to conduct new audits on Americans and funding that would double the agency's current size. U.S. President Joe Biden meeting with his Mexican and Canadian counterparts, Mexican President Andre Manuel Lopez Obrador and Canadian Prime Minister Justin Trudeau in Mexico again today. The three expected to talk about the economy, security, immigration and trade. Here's President Biden during Monday's meeting with the Mexican president. Just uh, in the last 15 years, we've spent billions of dollars in the hemisphere, tens of billions of dollars in the hemisphere. And uh, and we uh what we have to do is what you've done, and I can't compliment you on it. We have to continue to support and build democratic institutions in the hemisphere. The visit was preceded by Mexican authorities arresting the son of drug cartel leader Joaquin El Chapo Guzman, whom U.S. officials suspect was involved in contributing to America's deadly fentanyl crisis. A delegation of Republican senators visiting the southern border criticized the Biden administration over a report that immigration officials lost track, lost track of 150,000 illegal migrants due to a lack of processing. They said under President Biden, every single state has become a border state, said newly sworn in Senator Katie Britt of Alabama. In December, Fox News uncovered a series of immigration and customs enforcement training videos revealing that the agency lost track of these 150,000 illegal migrants due to the Biden administration's lack of processing. Here's Tennessee Senator Marsha Blackburn. One of the concerning things to me is hearing from Border Patrol today that in the first three months of this fiscal year, they apprehended 143 individuals that had been convicted of crimes here in the United States. They had been deported, removed from the country, and now they're back. Senator Cindy Hyde-Smith of Mississippi said she believes the missing migrants are in our community. She added they are throughout every state. She said every state now a border state. Well, you're going to hear more about it during Justin Ellick Sports and from Sid Rosenberg. But yes, the Georgia Bulldogs have done it. Stetson Bennett threw two TD passes and ran for two scores in the first half as number one Georgia demolished number three TCU. Listen to this by 65 to seven last night. And with that, Georgia becomes the first team to win consecutive college football playoff national championships. No team has ever scored more points in a national championship game. The Bulldogs 15 and 0 became the first repeat champ since Alabama went back to back a decade ago. And despite the crushing loss, fans who spoke to CBS News were still able to put a positive spin on the situation. I can't tell you, after being a Horned Frog fan for 25 years, to come second in the nation, how can we, how can you be disappointed? Max Duggan came brought this team from seventh ranked going into this in the Big 12, and he brought us to the national championship. It was one of the all-time beatdowns, and Justin Elk certainly will have more on this coming up in sports at quarter after. U.S. prosecutors in the process of seizing shares of Robinhood markets tied to the founder of FTX, 
Sam Bankman-Fried. Fried's been charged with fraud and the collapse of the FTX cryptocurrency exchange, and he remains under house arrest at his parents' California home. The new developments involve 56 million shares of Robinhood worth $465 million and who has claim to them. John Deaton, CryptoClaw founder, weighs in on Fox Business. We learned that the prosecutors of the Southern District of New York asked the judge to keep it quiet in order to get his consent for extradition and didn't release their cooperation until he was in custody of the FBI in the air. And when you read that plea agreement, he's toast. The Department of Justice did not believe the shares were property of a bankruptcy estate. U.S. Attorney Seth Shapiro told U.S. bankruptcy judge John Dorsey, who is overseeing the FTX bankruptcy. Bankrupt crypto firm BlockFi, FTX, and liquidators in Antigua have all laid claim to the Robinhood stock as well as Bankman Freed. 77, WABC News Time, 515. All right, Justin Ellick, he's in the sports hot seat. Let's go to Branson Robinson one more time, and the Richmond just scoots in. And Georgia hits the 60 mark. The Georgia Bulldogs bludgeon their way to back-to-back. Glory, glory, Georgia, as the fight song says. Leaving no doubt. That's been the mantra. They made it real tonight. That's ESPN on the call as the Georgia Bulldogs left not even a sliver of a doubt in last night's college football playoff national championship game against a clearly inferior TCU team as they route the Horned Frogs by a ridiculous score of 65-7. to Those hoping for an underdog Cinderella story essentially got the complete opposite as the Bulldogs made TCU and their faithful wonder if their team even belonged in the same state as Georgia last night. UGA QB1 Stetson Bennett outplayed his Heisman Trophy finalist counterpart in Max Duggan going for six total touchdowns en route to the historic win. The Bulldogs are the first back-to-back national title winner since Alabama accomplished the feat following the 2011 and 2012 seasons and clearly they are the favorite going into next year as well. In the way of local action last night, just the Knicks were in action as they fall at home to the Milwaukee Bucks by a score of 111-107. to New York was up as much as 17 points in this one, but the Bucks rallied in the second half to steal a win from the jaws of defeat. Jalen Brunson went scorched earth again with his 44 points for the night, and Julius Randle showed up as well with 25 to his name. Here he was following the game on the Knicks, going cold in the second half, though. Miss a big league, man, you know, and... Uh... The same shots I practice and put thousands and thousands of hours in, so I'm not really worried about it. You know, they'll go in next game. Hopefully they will. The Knicks will take the loss into a date with the Indiana pa- uh, Pacers, I should say, tomorrow night at the Garden. Looking ahead to action tonight, you've got a three-headed monster on the ice. The Devils, they're out in Carolina taking on the Hurricanes at 7 p.m. tonight. And the Rangers, they'll welcome in the Minnesota Wild also at 7 o'clock. And uh, the Islanders, they will welcome the Dallas Stars onto the island at, uh, for a 7.30 p.m. puck drop. Here with your early news sports update, I'm Justin Ellick on 77 WABC. Here's Lou Dobbs with your financial report. This is the 77 WABC Lou Dobbs Financial Report. 
The technology sector continues to bounce back in this new year. The Nasdaq up for a second straight session yesterday, led by Tesla. Its shares up nearly 6%. A different story on the Dow Jones Industrials, losing more than 100 points. The S&P mostly flat. Investors still waiting on key inflation data this week. Bed Bath & Beyond earnings today, less than a week after the company warned of bankruptcy. The stock up 23% yesterday, mostly because of online chatter. Reddit users talking up a merger and acquisition deal, no confirmation of any of that from the company, of course. Home prices gradually coming down. That's helping build some confidence in the market. The housing sentiment index rose to 21% in December, up from November. A recent Fannie Mae survey showed most consumers now believe home prices will continue lower over the new year. Please join me several times each weekday right here on 77 WABC. This is the Lou Dobbs Financial Report. Keep listening for more to 77 WABC for the Lou Dobbs Financial Report. All right, checking your futures down the red, down 80 points or 0.24% at 33,590. S&P down four and a half. NASDAQ's dropped six. Gold up $2.20 an ounce. Crude oil at $74.70 a barrel. That's up 14 cents. It's the WABC Early News. Deborah Valentine with your 77 WABC Early News. News time 520. Alan Weisselberg, a longtime executive for Donald Trump's real estate empire, whose testimony helped convict the former president's company of tax fraud, said to be sentenced today for dodging taxes on 1.7 million in job perks. New York Judge Juan Manuel Merchant expected to sentence Weisselberg today, a senior Trump organization advisor and former chief financial officer, to five months in jail in keeping with a plea agreement that was reached back in August. Rebecca Royfe, former assistant DA in Manhattan, in the uh, Manhattan DA's office on CNBC. He has done what he has done. That dooms the company because if a high agent within a company commits a crime and the crime in turn benefits the company, which was part of what he said in his plea plea statement, um, that is criminal liability for an organization. So how the organization, now that he's cooperating, escapes liability is very hard to imagine. The 75-year-old Weisselberg agreed to plead guilty to 15 tax crimes and testify against the company where he had worked since the mid-1980s. He's expected to be locked up at New York City's notorious Rikers Island jail complex. He will be eligible for release after a little more than three months. Halloween 2017, let me take you back to that. That It was the deadliest terror attack on New York City since 9-11. Suspect Saifullo Saipoff allegedly used a rented truck to mow down and kill eight people on a west side bike path. He then rammed a school bus. Then NYPD Commissioner James O'Neill says police then encountered Saipoff shooting him. After the collision, the driver of the truck, a 29-year-old male, exited the vehicle brandishing two handguns. A uniformed police officer assigned to the first precinct confronted the subject and shot him in the abdomen. The subject was wounded and transported to a local hospital. Saipov survived the shooting and is now on trial in Manhattan with opening statements on Monday. Here's 77 WABC's Bob Brown. Opening statements were held Monday in the trial for a man accused of killing eight people with a rental truck in Manhattan's west side bike path. Federal prosecutors are seeking the death penalty for Saifullah Saipov, 
who they say fatally struck pedestrians and cyclists on Halloween in 2017. A prosecutor said Saipov killed to become a member of ISIS, while his defense team says he was inspired by ISIS but was not trying to become a member of the organization. I'm Bob Brown for 77 WABC Early News. New York City is renaming a Bronx street in honor of 17 victims killed in one of the deadliest fires in the city's history. 77 WABC's Alex Barnard reports. Indrissa Dramay says he lost four family members in the Twin Parks fire. Anytime we think about it, it seems like it happened today. The new street sign reads 17 Abdulli Toure Way in honor of the first Gambian immigrant to move to the neighborhood, along with the number 17 to remember the victims who died in the Twin Parks fire. The FDNY says the fire was started by a space heater and spread because of a door that failed to automatically close. For 77 WABC Early News, I'm Alex Barnard. New York City's Mayor Adams says a new task force is recommending that New York City's empty office space, of course resulting from the COVID-19 viral pandemic, be converted to housing. The Office of Adapted Reuse Task Force has recommended 11 separate things in its reuse study. Now, among them, changes to Satan City zoning laws to allow for more flexibility in these conversions. Mayor Adams has repeatedly committed to making improvements to affordable housing in the city. We are going to build faster. We are going to build everywhere. And we are going to build together. So the recommendations could potentially create as many as 20,000 homes in the next decade, enough space to house up to some 40,000 New Yorkers. Well, there's a new option for people in the state of New York who identify as non-binary. In addition to male and female, your most crucial government documents now have the option to list your gender as X. The New York Department of Health made that announcement on Monday. It allows non-binary people to amend their vital records, including things like birth certificates, marriage certificates, death certificates, and driver's licenses. How to change a birth certificate details up on the New York State website. New Yorkers 17 years or older can change their gender on their birth certificate, including requests for an ex-gender designation. For people 16 and under, a parent or legal guardian named on the birth certificate or a minor, can change the gender designation on the minor's birth certificate, including requests for an ex-gender designation. Recreational cannabis sales to adults start today in Connecticut. The cannabis industry estimated to bring in $73 million in state revenue by 2026. All adults 21 and over will be able to start purchasing products starting at 10 a.m. this morning. A spokesman from Willowbrook Wellness spoke to Fox 61. You kind of want to be part of the experience on day one. And it's kind of a cool thing to say, like, hey, I was there and able to get stuff. We're adding registers to the store. Uh, we're adding staff. We're hiring right now. Sales will be limited to a quarter ounce of cannabis flour or its equivalent per transaction. That includes edibles like a standard size brownie or cookie. That can be the equivalent of 0.08 grams of THC. Seven pre-rolled cigarettes that weigh one gram each or 14 pre-rolled cigarettes that weigh half a gram each. Transaction limits will be reviewed over time. The new law in Connecticut took effect January 1st. Well, the third humpback whale in about a month has washed up at the Jersey Shore, this time in Atlantic City. 
The 30-foot adult humpback was discovered only a few blocks from where another whale washed ashore on Christmas weekend. Scientists were brought in to do a necropsy. Everybody is concerned, and there is what NOAA Fisheries is calling an unusual mortality event of humpback whales. And beachgoers say they've never seen anything like this. We've never had this number of whale deaths, beachings ever, as far as I recall. There's been an incredible spike in humpback whale deaths all along the East Coast. Scientists will gather now to try to figure out why. For early news, I'm Noam Layden. Well, fans of the movie Grease, this one's for you. Paramount Plus is releasing the teaser trailer for its upcoming series Grease, Rise of the Pink Ladies. It takes place four years before the original Grease film, following four fed-up outcasts that want to have fun on their own terms and spark a moral debate that changes Rydell High forever. Grease, Rise of the Pink Ladies debuts April 6th on Paramount Plus. For 77 WABC Early News, I'm Alex Barnard. Also on Entertainment News, Diamond of the pro-Trump entertainers Diamond and Silk has died. The former president, as well as the duo's verified Twitter account, announced that Monday night she was 51. Calling her death really bad news for Republicans. Former President Trump said on his Truth Social platform, our beautiful Diamond of Diamond and Silk has just passed away at her home in the state she loved so much, North Carolina. No cause given. 77 WABC News Time, 529. If you missed the top five of five and other news, be sure to check it out on our website, wabcradio.com. It's the WABC Early News on 77 WABC.